This is Make Money Count, brought to you by Connect Home Financing. The exciting part recently uh, in speaking with Marcus is uh, he's quite the globetrotting founder and CEO of Connect. Marcus, where are you this afternoon? I am in Greece. Wow. <laughs> it's like, is it? it's like, um, like a... It's either Where's Waldo or maybe it's Whack-A-Mole that we're playing. <laughs> he's in his motherland. <laughs> it's like doing an exciting travel show. Just, you know, you never know where he's going to pop up. That's pretty exciting stuff. We're going to be talking today about an interesting, there was an article I read earlier this week um, by one of the economists at the banks who were saying that um, there's an awful lot of millennials out there are counting on the bank of mom and dad uh, for loans to get them even started in the housing market. And the economist was saying, you know what, with all the changes we've gone through, that's not necessarily a very safe path to tread. Um, but there are options that maybe people haven't considered other than the bank of mom and dad. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, a lot of like, just from from my point of view, there has been a lot of bank of mom and dad borrowing that I've seen, you know, um, recently, depending on the situation, that might be the only option, right? Um, and, and if it's available to you, I mean, amazing. I didn't have that option. I love you, mom, still. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of people do. And, and, you know, if, if for me, uh, you know, if you see that opportunity, I mean, I guess I guess I would snap it up for sure. Right. Just to get into the housing market, because it is just crazy here. It's just crazy at the moment. Unfortunately, though, for a lot of people and this, this is creating issues, Marcus, with families where, you know, the kids are expecting this money. You know, hey, folks, maybe it's time you moved out of this house into a condo kind of conversations. And the parents are saying, no, that the, they've discovered a new lease on life. You know, 25, 30 years ago, 60 meant you retire. Today, 60 just means a new lease on life. Listen, obviously, demographics uh, have an impact on economics. And people are living longer. People are working longer. Um, but one of the ways economics are impacting demographics is that having ultra low interest rates for such a prolonged period of time has increased asset prices and we're seeing it everywhere. Soon we're going to see it in, you know, I mean, we're already seeing it in certain consumer goods with inflation, but this rapid increase in asset prices on its own has made housing unaffordable, let alone having the federal government introducing stress tests into the market and underwriting criteria being more strict and COVID having an impact on our economy. So obviously all of these stirs, including this demographic and economic factor are going to have an impact on affordability for housing. And that's why, you know, we're seeing one article. There's tons of articles right now being written about how parents are finding themselves supporting kids with down payments and utilizing the equity that they've built up in their home. We spoke a little bit about this on a past podcast. It really is dependent on the family, right? I mean, and the kind of maturity level of the, of the borrower within the family. But if a family is, is, is tight knit and they're, they're, they're close together and they're all kind of working to support each other. This is not a bad idea. 
right? Having more equity, having more money to put down on a home simply reduces your cost of capital and reduces your borrowing costs with that. As long as a, like a proper contract can be made between whoever you're getting the money from and, and, and yourself or, or the other way around, there's an equitable way to do this. And there's a way that, that both parties can benefit. Is this an area, though, where uh, Connect can obviously help and possibly bring up some options that people weren't aware that they had? So, I mean, for sure, uh, you know, depending on the situation, normally when, when um, you know, you're a young person uh, looking to get into the market, it's not a situation where you're going to be putting a lot of money down, Right. Um, so that's when things get a little bit more difficult when you're putting less than 20% down, the rules are a little bit more strict in terms of qualifying. Um, there is other things that we can definitely take a look at, you know, maybe it's not like directly the parents giving the, the children money. Um, you know, maybe it's leveraging their real estate or something like that. Um, you know, to get them that, that cash, but, but you know, there definitely is options that we can, we can go through with them and we can speak to them about for sure. I think the way to look at this is we've done this many times. So there is a way to structure a credit facility within a family. There is a threshold where bringing equity into a deal starts making the deal much more attractive, right? Justin mentioned it makes a lot more sense if you have 20% down. If you're buying a new house for $500,000 and you have $25,000 to put down, you're going to be subjected to an insurance premium that's almost 3% of your mortgage amount. You're also going to be subjected to more onerous underwriting criteria in order to qualify for that loan. So just roughly speaking, if you're paying 3% on $475,000, you're talking about almost $15,000 in an insurance premium that's going to get paid to CMHC or Genworth or uh, one, one of Canada's insurers. If you have a family member that's willing to offer you $75,000 on a loan, let's say the interest rate on that loan matches the interest rate on your first mortgage. So right now, mortgages, you know, between 1% and 2% you can get a mortgage for, right? So let's say they're going to give you that capital for that price. You're going to save a $15,000 insurance premium. So if you're, if you're, again, we talked about this. If you're and you want to explore all your options, putting all your cards on the table and having access to family members is helpful. But what's also helpful, you know where the goal par in this, to know how new how bringing capital into a deal can affect not only your qualifying but also the cost of the money that you're borrowing and connect can obviously help with that because we can help you run all those scenarios you're listening to the mortgage show here on news talk 1010 brought to you by connect home financing justin i guess uh, what marcus is saying brings up a really interesting point that being that if you aren't aware of your options, you don't know what those options are, whereas if someone does give you guys a call, as Marcus just said, you have various scenarios that you can draw upon to come up with the best option. For sure, yeah. And, and you know, um, the first step would be to take a look at the overall situation, right? Um, 
you know, making sure that we look at this from every single angle that we can. Um, yeah, there's always options on the table um, that that might not be the first thing that we see or that that you see, I should say. Um, but we have, you know, we we're able to kind of, you know, sort through the 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 situation and figure out what the best option is here. Absolutely. Just got a text message in William from Toronto. Guys, I'm 58. I'm quickly approaching my retirement age, and I want to access some equity to invest in something that will give me a nice cushion for retirement as I'm pretty much drained from giving my son a down payment. I've spoken to my bank, but I just don't feel like I have enough aside from them to take me seriously, and that is an issue in itself. They never suggested taking equity out of my house, but I think this may be a good idea. While I can make the payments and my income is not reduced, Got about $160,000 mortgage, and my house is worth uh, about $900,000. Thank you. Definitely. It, the equity that's sitting in your property is doing you know, nothing for you right now, right? It's just it's, it's money that's laying dormant that's not being put to use. Um, I know that Marcus is going to come in here with his uh, calculator brain in a second and give us some firm numbers, but, but the return on, on your equity is, is, is definitely something that you should be taking advantage of. You know what I mean? Because, um, I forget the age that you said, but you know, with a certain amount of time before, before retirement, I mean, with something in the range of seven to 8%, which is historically what connect has been returning, you can double your money by the time by the, by the time you retire. Right. So and William said he was 58 years old, 58. What's the retirement age? 65. Yeah, it is, but I don't think a lot of people are retiring at 65 anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's a ton of equity in the house, but, you know, William's got to be comfortable with, with what's happening here. For sure. What, what people are, are, are not understanding lately is that that equity in their home can be really used as a tool to generate wealth. Sub them being eligible and accredited to invest and understanding that like whatever you're going to invest in is obviously going to have its risks. You're talking about a pool of capital that, you know, seven, 720,000 bucks is 80% of $900,000 less the uh, $120,000. How much does he have as a mortgage? 600 grand equity. Yeah. 560,000 bucks. Um, of equity to access subject to him qualifying for an 80% loan-to-value mortgage. It's a great deal of um, firepower to start building up something for your retirement. I don't think you want to use all of it. I think you want to be conservative with how much of it you use. I think you want to make sure that you can handle the debt servicing payments on it. But there are income-generating investments out there. Look at Connect Mick, right? Like our investment fund has returned 8% for the last 10 years, and although past performance is not indicative of future results, the OSC would love and want me to say that, uh, <laughs> we're investing in a stable portfolio of mortgages for Canadians just like you, who we are helping to fit back in and to get lower cost capital. It's, it's really the differentiating factor of our fund is that we're using the money that we are entrusted with to help Canadians get to lower cost capital. And that motivational alignment within our fund really helps mitigate the risks that some of our competitors face in this space. So, you know, 
William, uh, we'll we'll get in touch with you and send you some information. I don't know that Connect is the you know is the ideal investment for you. I know though that if you want to start building up for retirement, using some of that equity in your home, unlocking some of that equity to create some wealth. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And you can even see it in the, the, the level of pricing between a GIC and a variable rate or a fixed rate mortgage. Like there is a spread to be made there, mm. however large or small, is simply based on your propensity for risk. Justin, what Marcus said there, there's a very good point also, and that is that you don't need to be in for everything. You don't need to get as much as you possibly can get out of this just you know take what you need and move forward you know leave some equity in the house it doesn't have to be an all or nothing proposal absolutely i, I mean you know when i get on the phone with a client my first thing my main goal in any transaction whether it be refinancing to invest purchasing just simply moving your mortgage to another lender is to make sure that uh, you know, they have all the information and that they're armed with the facts and that they're comfortable with the situation. I was on the phone with a client last night. Um, and, uh, and he, like his first response to me when he was asking me questions was like, I'm so sorry. I know this is kind of annoying. I know it's late. Like, I think it was like 7 30 PM. I know it's late. Like just, you know, let's not worry about it. Uh, and, and no, you know what I mean? Because this is, uh, one of the biggest decisions that you're going to make, whether it be purchasing, like I said, a property, borrowing to invest, um, you know, this is a, a big decision. So making sure that you're comfortable and you understand everything to do with the transaction, um, you know, and, and you being comfortable being, you know, what is it that you're looking for? Is it looking to borrow all the money uh, or all of your equity, investing all of your equity, saving some, you know, whatever that, that scenario is, you know, I want to make sure and we want to make sure here at Connect that uh, that you're well informed and that you're comfortable with the process. That's worth that's worth um, mentioning just on its own, uh, only because um, I think it's important for clients to understand the respect that you have for their money. I mean, they're sitting at home. This is their life savings. This is what they've worked their entire life to generate. And um, I know that there are there there are obviously some companies out there that are just cash grabs that they're in they're out they're they're done, but that respect for your clients' money, that understanding that you know this is, is possibly one of the biggest deals in their life to deal with, um, is very important. Yeah, hundred percent. And you know it's funny I I always hear Matt when I'm when I overhear Matt on the phone. Uh, you know, he, he says like, listen, whatever you do, make sure you chat with me because whoever else you might speak with, you know, unfortunately there are people who, um, you know, are just in it for the money or, or, or yeah. just, you know, want to kind of get, get, get onto the next one. Right. So like making sure that all of our clients are well informed and, and, you know, understanding of what they're, what they're about to do is, is, is our main goal. And like me making sure that, uh, the, that that's everybody else's main goal here too. That is that's my job, and and I I love it absolutely. One of the areas that uh, I've come to learn about Connect doing this show, um, and it's something that I it wouldn't have twigged to unless you brought it up, 
is the end goal? What is the end result? I mean, I've I've dealt a lot with banks. I've I've bought property. I've sold property. And and when it comes to mortgages, when it comes to HELOCs, when it comes to any kind of loan, I have never once had anyone at any of the large financial institutions say, okay, what's the end game here? You know, how do how do how does this end? How you know what's what's your exit strategy? It's just never happened, and yet it was one of the first areas, Justin, that you brought up when we started talking about Connect. Yeah, 100%. We offer many different products here. We are a full-service brokerage. We are also a lender ourselves. Um, you know, We do home equity loans. The first thing that we want to know on, on a- any of these you know, products, whether it be the home equity loan or, or something more traditional, is you know, what is the end goal, right? Um, you know, we do deal with a lot of people who are like a bit more what we call subprime, right? So if there's a credit issue, if the income isn't where it's supposed to be, you know, affected by COVID, um, you know, those are the people that, that, you know, we see the most here and, and, you know, just getting them what they're looking for doesn't always work out the best for them at the end of the day, right? So, you know, putting them through the filter of, of, you know, one of our, you know, amazing agents here, um, you know, is the first step to, to getting them back on track, right? Figuring out what that exit, what that game plan is in the, in the long run. Absolutely. Yeah. It's almost like a, a progression, right? Like we talk about a lot about exit strategy because in finance, if you can shore up an exit strategy, the pricing for your capital will be lower because you're mitigating risk. But we're talking about people here. This is a progression, right? You're coming to connect to get more than just the lowest interest rate for the money that you want. You're coming to connect so that your financial situation is constantly evolving for the better. In, In the last answer Justin had before the break, you were asking him about how it's so how it can be so personal and focused on the borrower that focus like that gathering of the information from the borrower and building up a story for that borrower just enriches our ability it gives us more tools to help somebody get to lower cost capital which is our that's how we fit into this puzzle right we fit into this puzzle because you trust us with your largest asset we're going to put debt on that asset we better make sure that that debt is well priced it's going to get cheaper it's going to get more efficient for you it's going to work harder and at some point we want to help you use that equity in that asset to create more wealth for yourself. There's no trick to, you know, and when we talk about exit strategy, it can seem a bit cold. All we're talking about is we want to help, and what we've been doing over the past 20 years now, is we want to we want to help Canadians rethink the way, or relook at the way they have their mortgage. And, you know, get all the information together, it can only, only help you. It can only reduce your cost of capital and and help you build your asset base. During the last segment, we had a text message from a gentleman, William in Toronto. And the very first part of it kind of got me. I'm 58, quickly approaching retirement age. I want to access some equity to invest in something that will give me a nice cushion for retirement as I'm pretty much, this is the part, drained from giving my son a down payment. 
I wonder if there's a lot of people in the same boat as William who, you know, the kids have come to the bank of mom and dad. Mom and dad have said, sure, here you go, here's the money, and then sat down and actually thought about what they just did and what they just offered and realized that in order to support the kids, they've left themselves in a cash-poor situation. Meanwhile, they're sitting on a very, very valuable asset. Yeah, 100%. And, th and this is not the only thing, right? Like, um, you know, education wedding, you know, uh, there's, there's a whole lot of stuff that, that, you know, I, I guess traditionally some, you know, parents do pay for or ex expected to pay for. I don't know what the situation is, right? Everyone's a little different, <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, you know, absolutely there, you know, with all of those three things combined, I mean, that's a huge chunk of money right there. I mean, even just obviously the down payment piece, um, so, you know, trying to figure out another way to maybe do this is probably very important for a lot of people, um, you know, who, who, who do want to, you know, give this gift to their, to their children. And Marcus, as we've said in various shows, we say it all the time, that is, what's, well, that is what Connect does. You find alternatives. You find different ways of thinking outside the box to make sure that, you know, at the end of the day, and I mean, you talk about exit strategy, the idea of that exit is that the person stops paying. I mean, that's a fantastic strategy. Yeah, exit strategy is, is, is the way we term bringing them either to no more debt or to lower cost capital. Exit strategy is kind of the progression to the next phase of a more stable financial footing. Justin, you've mentioned before that, that you know, part of this strategy can very well involve the person reinvesting money that they didn't realize they had a couple of years before that, and now their money is working for them as opposed to kind of holding them back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was actually just thinking about this. The amount of clients who have at one point come to connect and spoken with either me or one of the other amazing, amazing people that we have on, on staff here, um, you know, and come to connect paying seven to eight percent on their mortgage because, you know, there was some sort of issue that was easily fixable that wasn't kind of pinpointed in the past. They came to Connect paying seven to eight percent, and then by the time that the you know the Connect wheel was done with them, um, you know we had fixed whatever that problem was, and now the equity that they had in their property to begin with um, is now working for them. So they went from you know paying seven to eight percent, um, you know, somewhat unnecessarily to to you know having their situation fixed and now making seven to eight percent on their money and that that's exactly what we want to see right like we want to see that progression for sure that is the elegance in the model that is when that happens means connect as a business is working properly no listen if you have equity in your home and you're listening to this right now on the radio or you're watching us right now on chch tv channel 11 and you have equity in your home and you are paying greater than the interest rates that you see being advertised to people, just understand that whatever the factor that you think is preventing you from accessing low-cost capital can be fixed. Mm -hmm. If you have equity, the other stuff is easy to fix. We're going to help you fit into lower-cost capital. That's what Connect does. And as we work with you, we can help you unlock some of that equity 
to build up your investments, to build up your assets. There is nothing that is more fulfilling for anyone on the staff. We hear about it in our staff meetings every Monday. We found a client, a client found us, they were paying really high debt servicing costs. We helped them access their equity, repair what was ever, whatever was deficient, and then top up their TFSAs and RRSPs. Maybe they invested in Connect, maybe they invested somewhere else, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But the whole goal is, it's this progression. It's bringing somebody to a more stable financial footing. Gentlemen, another um, email just uh, came in, Agatha from Oakville writing, I'm hoping that I can get some advice here. My husband and I have accumulated a ton of debt over the past couple of years. We have a good pension, but it just doesn't cut it, and we really don't want to change our lifestyle. We've been thinking about getting a reverse mortgage for some time, Um, so that we don't have to make mortgage payments anymore and pay out all of our debts. Our mortgage balance, $250,000, and we have about $85,000 in debt. Our home is worth approximately $1.5 million. Uh, Guys, it sounds like Agatha is is sitting in a really good situation, even though she may not realize it. Ian, you could be a mortgage broker. I like that. See, most... No, but, like, most people would see that and think, oh, my God, $85,000 in unsecured debt. Oh, that's so bad. And why a reverse mortgage? Oh, my God, they're going to erode the equity in their house. But you're right. Agatha is sitting in a pretty good situation. You're right. So uh, she's got a $1.5 million house. She can borrow up to 80% of the value of that house. That's $1.2 million worth of equity. She's got $250,000 on her first mortgage. She's got $85,000 in a second mortgage. Quick math. 85 in debt. 335000 $865,000 in available surplus equity. Wow. You went for the low-hanging fruit on that one. <laughs> Agatha doesn't need to take all of that. And if she went to get a reverse mortgage at 58 years of age, right? What did you say? No, the other guy was 58. We don't know Agatha's age. Uh, But regardless, if if she's not over 75, I believe, she's not going to be able to access more than 50% of the value of that property. And the rates will be higher. If she has a pension, she can qualify for a mortgage an increase on that existing mortgage very likely. So topping that existing mortgage up, let's say, just, just simple, simple math here. Mm-hmm. If she just got three, so she's got $335,000 worth of debt. Let's lock that in now at 2%, okay? Let's, let's say she can take a fixed rate for five years. 2% on $335,000, $6,700 in interest on an annualized basis. Okay, add to that another $6,700 in principal repayment. Assuming she's on a 25-year amortization, you're looking at 13,000 bucks, right? 12, uh, 13,400. So 13,400 bucks, you have a $1,000 a month, $1,100 a month mortgage payment. If she took out another $200,000 on top of that, I have no other example of to tell you what to invest in other than the Connect Mic because everything I have is in Connect Mic, right? So I'm going to tout Connect Mic. But let's say she put the money in Connect Mic. $200,000. $200,000 is going to earn her 8% as we've learned over the last 10 years, hopefully the next 10, 20, 30 years going forward. That 8% is $16,000. $16,000 in income coming 
the additional $200,000 in mortgage that she has taken will cost her to service $4,000 in interest. That means she's got a surplus of $4,000 to reduce the debt servicing requirement of the three thirty-five dollars she had when she first. This is fast back of the envelope math here. But what I'm trying to illustrate is that people think they need a reverse mortgage or a second mortgage or that they're saddled with unsecured debt and there's no way out. There's always a way. If you have equity in your house, there is so much money out there looking for a home that you're going to get access to cheap money. The only question is, once you get the access to the cheap money, how will you behave with it? What will you use it for? If you use it to just spend on disposable items, you're not going to leave yourself better off than you were before. But if you use it to invest in assets that are continued in price, in value, because of inflation, you will create wealth for yourself. You just got to be smart about where you're putting your money. Matthew, that's an area that uh, I've I've hit on an awful lot of times during the show because it kills me that, and Agatha is as good an example as any, people who are lying there at 2 o'clock in the morning in bed looking at the ceiling instead of being asleep because they're concerned over issues that they very well may not need to worry about if they would just pick up the phone and ask some questions rather than assuming that they know all the answers and there are no options. I know that feeling, like laying there late at night, thinking about what you did or didn't do, and what you need to get ahead of. Like that, that feeling drives me crazy. And and I, I heard a, a long time ago, I heard the cure to anxiety is creativity, and what that means is taking action, doing something, and that's really what it is. Is like picking up the phone finding out what the answers are finding and then like taking that next step after we give you the answer like it's not going to be all us like it's not just like we're miracle workers or it's magic there's going to be action on your hand you're going to need to prove you know the value of your home which means an appraisal you're going to need to you know prove income documents if you you know it, it, or or prove uh, your debts so that we can pay them off there's going to be little steps but we're going to guide you we're going to make it easy and then at the end of it like i'm doing a uh, we're, we're doing a refinance for my sister and 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 i know but it was like hey just give us a couple of weeks in the end of the month, you're going to be in a better place. And they're building a bunkie on their house, on their land. They have five acres out in the Muskoka, and they're going to build a bunkie on it. And it's like, how did they get that? Ha they didn't think about that this was possible a year ago. Mm. Just having a conversation with me over the last year, listening to this podcast, picking up the phone, asking what's possible, and, and then pulling the trigger, right? So am I going to be able to stay in your sister's bunkie or what? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that'll be possible. Perfect. Yeah, the bunkies in Peterborough, they're having it moved uh, just, just for you. Marcus, <laughs> this is going to be, you hear these stories, though, man. You, at some point, you know, you got, you're the guy lying there at, at 2 o'clock in the morning going, you know what, I'm doing good things here. I'm giving people options that they never would have thought they had available to them. Um, it's, I mean, and I know that this, this is all through Connect, obviously not just you, but um, that's got to feel good when it all works out. It sure does. It sure does. It's, you know, when you start building a business, uh, you always have a vision of where you want it to go, right? Like you want to know how you're going to differentiate yourself from your competitors so that you can be successful. And with Connect, 
it was it's it's been very difficult to move all of the pieces you know building up a portfolio of residential mortgages bringing in a group of in constantly bringing in investors to support that portfolio finding the right borrowers to plug into this finding the right staff like all of these things took time continue to take time F building the right technology for the whole thing to run off of and a lot of times when you're going through this process you sure you listen you're definitely awake at two o'clock in the morning but it isn't <laughs> thinking about what a great job you're doing it's <laughs> stressed out about payroll or you know how much am i spending on this technology right now or you know is the new office going to work it's nice to be in a point where um, the business runs with such great people. And when I say great people, I mean great staff, I mean great borrowers and great investors. And with like knowing that, and obviously, you know, like any business, it requires kind of tinkering and, you know, you know, things, things are going to come up all the time, but it, it really does. I mean, I think it leaves all of us at connect with a really good feeling about what we're doing. And you know what? We're not done yet. We're so excited about some of the things that are coming at connect, right? We've worked so hard to get to the point that we are at and our commitment first and foremost has always been to the borrower, making sure that a Canadian borrower is not borrowing money at a price that is distorted from the amount of risk that a lender has to take on. So we're working now with several financial institutions to reduce our cost of capital so that when we're lending out to the borrower, we're lending it cheaper. And if you're a borrower, you know what I'm talking about. You, it's the days of being quoted inflated prices for second mortgages and first mortgages because you don't qualify based on income or that there's some type of damage that occurred to your credit score, they're numbered. And our commitment continues to be to reducing borrowing costs for Canadians. And I don't think that there's ever been more of a need than right now. When we see interest rates at all-time lows, we... The hardest hit Canadian families are paying the most amount in interest right now, despite having equity. So just because they don't know how to play the game is no excuse for why they should be paying so much more in interest expense. So uh, we are we're working to engineer a lower cost of capital right now, and we're going to use that um, to, to really to, to help bring more of what we term to be newly non-bankable borrowers, right? Borrowers that have been displaced by the stress test or COVID or some event that's happened. We want to bring them back to low-cost borrowing, and we want to do it at a price that's fair, that's more reflective of the risk that's taken on by lending them that money. Marcus, can I just ask you about some of the advancements that have taken place? I was just, actually, as you were saying that, I was thinking uh, about, for example, Matthew, you know, taking the calls and, and Justin dealing with the clients. And 
you know, you're not going to ledgers. You're not looking up Rolodexes and card index systems and stuff like that to find the best options for the client. The technology that you have today at your fingertips, based on what you've described over the past few shows, it's pretty incredible. It's the best. You know, it's this is this is not something that happened overnight. So we've been working on our technology platform. It's called Oscar, by the way, which is the name of my uh, oldest son. So this technology platform utilizes various APIs, various data sets, and pulls them all into the system. So the borrower really only has to enter in. If you go to our if Connect's website and you're looking to borrow capital, whether it's a first mortgage and you want the absolute best rate on it, or it's a second mortgage and you want to know how much money you can borrow against your home, you really just have to give us your address. Mm-hmm. Using your address, we can pull in how much money you owe on the house, when you bought the house, what you paid for it, who the mortgage is registered on it, what it's registered for, what you owe right now, who you are. Like the, the data set that we can pull in instantly is incredible. Then with your approval, as we go through the mortgage process, we can pull in income information, credit information. We use all of that information so that our approach with you can be precise and targeted so that we can get the rest of the information from you with respect to timing and what you pay for. But this technology platform lets us become more efficient. And when we're more efficient, it costs us less to operate. And when it costs us less to operate, we can offer better pricing on loans to you. And we go back, I guess, to the point where there's a listener out there sitting at home right now thinking, I wonder if this is for me. I'm listening to what the guys are talking about. I'm listening to the technology they have at their fingertips. What scares me are the people who do their own research. They figure if they're hop, you know, they hop on Google and and try and figure out what their options are. And you know, without without belaboring the point, um, Google doesn't have access to the information that you guys do, and therefore, you know, what they're searching and finding, A, maybe for the wrong country entirely, B, maybe out of date, and C, probably won't help them in the long run. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't go, I, I, like, I, I'm... <laughs> It's the, it's like the old thing, like, you know, you're Googling your symptoms, right? You're never going to find something that's good information, right? You're never going to want to want to see, or you're never going to get what you want to see. Um, you know, so you call the doctor, right? That's what I do. I call the doctor and, you know, in a situation where, you know, there is a, like, there's something going on in, in your life where, you know, you're looking for, or if you're just looking to refinance your mortgage or purchase or something like that, um, you call a mortgage professional, you know what I mean? And we talk about it all the time that, you know, bank employees, they don't go through the same training. They don't have, you know, they're not uh, licensed. They don't have to do ongoing education. They don't have to, you know, adhere to the the rules of FISRA, the governing body for mortgage brokers. Um, and so you want to speak with a mortgage professional. And, and in my eyes, a mortgage broker, a mortgage agent is, is the person that you need to speak to in that situation. And it's as easy as picking up the yeah. phone and calling. Numbers 416-766-2666, 416-766-2666. Marcus, if we've covered one thing over the course of the show this hour, it's the fact that 
you know, especially for, for people who may be looking at or in their retirement who are sitting there, you know, wondering, you know, what their options are, uh, they could be enjoying a completely different level of retirement by, you know, a few weeks from now just by picking up the phone and calling you. It's it's all predicated on equity with us, right? We we are going to help you unlock that equity, and I feel as though in our investment fund we've got an amazing place for you to park some of it. And if you're on a fixed income, uh, if we can, if you're an eligible or accredited investor, we can really really help you. Um, we want to talk to you. And if you're considering a reverse mortgage, if, you know, I also understand that a lot of these, you know, like our elderly uh, clients, like people that are kind of looking at reverse mortgages and considering retirement, they might not want to go onto the Connect website and fill out an address and answer some questions to get their, their result in automation. And that's okay, right? Like this... There's a trend, obviously. Again, we talked about demographics at the start of the show. Clearly, there's a demographic trend, right? Like there's younger people are a little more interested in coming, going online and entrusting their information to our site. But we've got people at Connect, dozens of them, that are ready to answer your questions and have all the time in the world for you and are on salary and are not commissioned and are there to help you and have helped thousands, tens of thousands of people just like you. It's a great way to end the show, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Founder, CEO of Connect, Marcus Zaferis, Principal Broker, Justin Turner, CSR Specialist, Matthew Scanlon. Uh, folks, we will be back uh, next week. As always, thank you for uh, participating in uh, what was a great show, guys. It's my pleasure, Ian. Thank you.